New It's in the Game podcast here on the Cruise Control Podcast Network. Randy Cruz, my boy Denisha, my man, how you doing? What's going on, Randy Savage? Thanks for bringing me back. There's a lot to talk about. No problem, man. You can find Denisio on Twitter at Denisio Shoots. You can find me at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. You can find, download, rate, comment, subscribe to the podcast on both SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast and on iTunes. Denisio, like you said, man, lots to talk about when it comes to the NBA. We had a trade. We had a debut. Uh, Melo, you know, <laughs> not being a rocket no more. Could be waived um, pretty soon. Champions going at it with KD and Draymond Green. What does that mean for Durant going forward uh, with the free agency he's going to have this summer? LeBron James is now the fifth the fifth all-time leading scorer in the NBA, passing Will Chamberlain. So, I'm going to start off with this, because this is very recent as of like an hour ago. Uh, we're taping this on Thursday, the 15th of November. Um, Carmelo Anthony and then the Rockets uh, no longer together. Bad marriage from the jump, and apparently they will part ways, but they will not waive him just yet. Maybe Carmelo and his people are going to find... Um, a, a possible suitor. I know we'll talk about that in a second, but um, what do you make of the whole Carmelo Houston Rocket um, divorce now? He, I think he played 10, 11 games, averaging 14 points a game. Chris Paul was suspended. James Harden missed a couple of games for injury. Um, I guess I guess just didn't properly fit into the system. Some new, some kid, some undrafted kid is going to get more playing time than Carmelo. And now we're here going to talk about where does Carmelo end up next? But for him and the Rockets, uh, how do you feel about this divorce between Melo and the Rockets? It's a lot of, there's a lot of Carmelo slander going on and I'm just a little confused by Mm. it, to be honest with you. Right. Um, a, a lot of people have called Mello a cancer, have said um, he shouldn't be on anybody's team. Some have said, you know, Trace McGrady said he should retire. Um, others have said he, he's ruining his le- he's ruining his legacy. But I've been consistent with. Um, I guess you can call me a mellow apologist, but I've, I've been consistent with what I've said about Mello for a long, long period of time, which is this. Mello is good at one thing and one thing only, which is scoring. That's it. He's not good at rebounding, which he can be. He's not good at making anybody else better around him. He's not good at blocking shots. And he's never been good at playing defense. He came out of College of Syracuse as a scorer. That's it. So when people um, want to talk about Melo like he is more, he should be more than a scorer, I'm confused. Should Cal Corver be more than a shooter? Um, no, but he's, he manages to find a roster spot every year. Right, because because he's a shooter, and the, yes, the game has changed. So some folks will say Melo's game should change along with it. However, 
that's not the case in most instances. You can easily put Melo in certain situations and help them. The reason why the Rockets didn't work is only one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. They traded away Trevor Ariza. That's it. If they had kept Trevor Ariza, you would have had a starting five of Chris Paul, Harden, Trevor Ariza, Melo, and Clint Capella. That's a formidable starting five. Now, then you could bring P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon off the bench, and then work from there. But for you to for you to make it a mellow situation, I don't know. Now, if you mm-hmm. let's, let's let's backtrack to even OKC. I don't know. I don't know what happened in OKC. I don't know if a situation where you know uh, Mello wasn't happy the way he was getting his touches. I don't know if he's comfortable. All I know is the guy is still able to get at least seventeen in his sleep without a question. So I don't know what the big deal is by putting him on a team. You know, maybe he goes to Charlotte. Who knows? I've heard Charlotte being a good uh, opportunity. Maybe he goes to um, another, you know, low-tier team, but low-mid-tier team. But for people to talk about Melo being the, you know, the scapegoat, I mean, for actually making him the scapegoat is is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, you know, you know, him and the Rockets, I felt were going, you know, in the beginning, I felt they were going to be a good good, uh, marriage, but... Like you mentioned, not having a reason, you know, he goes to Phoenix, Bob Mute, which, you know, without even looking right now, I don't even know what team he's on, <laughs> but I uh, I know he's still in the league, but not having those two guys. And uh, Biz Dillick, their defensive guy, he, you know, he retired. So a lot of things were happening with the Rockets, and I guess they felt like bringing in Melo, you know, the Rockets were, you know, just scoring getting 130, 140 a game last year, running gun, three-point offense, seven seconds or less like D'Antoni did with <clears throat> with Phoenix. And they felt maybe, you know, maybe Melo could be a part of that uh, of that offense, but not considering the defense. And listen, I know Melo is not the most perfect NBA guy uh, ever or out there. And people who do follow me on Twitter, they know I, I am a big Melo fan. Met the guy personally, great dude. Um but like you said, the, the the slander has been like very, very crazy, man. And, and and I tell you this: a lot of fans on Twitter, from what I see, maybe they just don't. He he's he's a very polar kind of star. You know, either you love him or you hate him. You know, he's like Kobe, not as good as Kobe, but Kobe had that thing where either you love him or you hate him. Same with same with, with uh, LeBron. You love him or hate him. Same with Tom Brady. You love him or hate him. There's no middle. There's no in-between. Like, you know what? I think, I, I, you know, I can I can mess with Melo. He's pretty good. It's like, nope, he's a bum. He can't rebound. He can't, can't play defense. All he does is score. Or you love him and say, oh, he's 10-time All-Star. Uh, you know, twenty point per game score for his career, twenty over twenty three thousand points. Does this? Does that? And the slander, which has been going on for years, uh, I think even even during the, the the Denver days, where now people are looking, they can't wait for Melo to retire. They want Melo to retire like today, tonight, and out of. Because of him being 34, 15 years you know, in the league, maybe Tom is catching up, injuries, whatever. But, D, I, I tell you this, man, I've never seen you know, a player like Paul Pierce 
you know, you, you knew it was going to be, you know, up for him to retire. But you never seen on social media, oh, Paul Pierce got to get out of here. Paul Pierce got to retire tonight. He, it's, a, it's a wrap. He's washed up. Even with uh, Kobe. You never saw but it's 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 confusing. You he goes from scoring. You, they see him score. You would think that him scoring twenty eight points at New Jersey never happened. Like you would think that like that was just a blip. Like oh he scored twenty eight. So so I'm like if he scored twenty eight, it's like oh it's it's against New Jersey, but it's still against an uh, a NBA team number one. Brooklyn. Why 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 is it why is it that. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony is the only one not able to uh, just play offense and not play defense. So Harden's allowed to just not play defense. Chris Paul's allowed to score and not play defense. Everybody else is allowed to just play offense and no defense, and it, it'll be okay. But as soon as it's mellow, it's, oh, it's no, no, mellow's a cancer. It's like, wh- what do you what are we talking about here? What do you mean? And you know what? That's why I feel like from from minute one, it wasn't gonna work out. Like on paper, in the in, in the preseason, the warm, you know, all that stuff, it, it looked it looked good. But maybe, man, okay, uh, okay, again, they, they they did not figure Chris Paul was gonna gonna get suspended. Harden with the injury, and I'm not saying that's the main uh, focus. But again, you 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 do lose two key players in your in your starting lineup, and you think this guy's gonna come in and you know what he can do, what he can't do, and you want you want him to do everything. Off the bench, not start. He come off the bench, and when he does, uh, if he played 10, 11 games, I don't, I don't have it in front of me now, but maybe four or five of those games, he had like fifteen plus twenty plus point games. So it's not like Melo can't can't do anything now. It's, it's not, it's not like he's a bum. It's not like he can't that's go there they, and produce. That's how they're talking. That's how they're talking. They're talking like he literally cannot put the ball in the basket, and he like he's not doing anything else. So it's like we got to get rid of him. Right. What are, what other reason with Houston? What other reason would Houston have to get rid of him? What other we we're not even getting any information to suggest why they would get rid of him. We're not getting any information. All we know is he he's sick until further notice. And information right now is oh, uh, information is oh well you know um, he you know we're we're looking for another team for him. And even the Houston Rockets aren't even addressing it. They're like oh yeah, Melo's sick. You know, he's sick, I think but, you because know. they have this undrafted player that they seen him do a couple good things and they want to give him more playing time. And then whatever they told Melo in, in the beginning, like this, this is going to be your role. And now with this new kid coming up, they want to play him more and take away the minutes they were going to give to Carmelo. And Carmelo, what's probably, what's his name? What's his name? You have his name? Uh, he's uh, uh, right now, quote unquote, undra- uh, uh, undrafted player until I find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how uh, well, okay? How how disrespectful? How disrespectful is Dan Tony being right now? You're telling Gary Clark. Clark. Gary Clark. Gary. See, Clark. this is the, this is where people get this is where people get called out or should be called getting. You know, this is where people should be called out. If you're telling Melo this is going to be your role, and then when I come there, it's not my role. Now I have beef with you. Now that's a legitimate beef, but don't make it seem like now you're making it seem like it's the the same thing with New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. Phil Jack, Phil, see, that's the thing with, with Carmelo. He's been in situations where the upper management has made him the fall guy a lot of the time. So if you start out with him coming from Denver and him saying, oh, 
um, I want to come to New York, but I need to come now instead of being a free agent. And Donnie Walsh at the time is like, okay, you got to wait because we're going to have to gut our roster. Mm-hmm. And then Jim, and then Jim, you know, Jim Dolan coming in the ninth inning and saying, no, we're going to get mellow by any means. It's like, bro, mellow. If Melo's going to be there in the summer, just wait till the summer. February doesn't matter. Like, wait till June and then get him. Where else is he going? He said he wants to come there. Hold, just stand pat. But no, that screwed him up. So then now it's like, oh, Melo doesn't care about New York because he didn't want to, you know, wait till he got a team situated. Then he's in New York and Phil Jackson's like, yo, we're going to take care of you. We're going to get these players. Next thing you know, next thing you know, uh, Phil Jackson's like, uh, well, we, we, you know, we, we want to do this, we want to do that, but you know what? We're not doing anything, and, and Carmelo should really look to go someplace else. It's like, wait, what What are you doing? Like, mm. So now it's going to Houston. This is what's going to happen. And now you're telling me that's not going to happen, and now Melo's got to sit back again, hush his mouth, and wait until uh, you know these things is done and not say nothing? That's ridiculous, man. I really, I really wonder what... You know, again, hindsight, what Melo's role would have been if he had gone to Houston last year. He wanted to go to the Rockets last year. They had everybody on the roster still. They made the trade. Uh, Knicks made a trade with OKC. Um, he really wanted to go to the Rockets. And could they have won a championship with him? You never know. Chris Paul was hurt with him. With Bayamute, with the rising of uh, Capella, Harden in an in MVP year, Chris Paul, Tucker, they Ryan Anderson was still there. Like they, they had shooters, they had everything all, uh, everything locked down. Um, I I guess they were a year too late of doing this. I, I think they're they're still whether he wants to admit it or not. You know, we, you know, we're just fans on the outside looking in. But whether he wants to admit it or not, I think there's still fallout from Dan Tony and, and Carmelo from 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 New York. Uh, people felt like Melo drove Dan Tony up. Maybe Dan Tony feels Melo was the reason why I, I'm not coaching New York no more. And now, I guess in the beginning, yeah, we're gonna put you know bygones be bygones, and we're we're grown up and we're we're more mature. I I still don't think Dan Tony forgot about that. You know, you, you I, I know, don't, and that's the thing. We don't him. give a, we don't give a f Dan Tony. Listen, we don't give a f. This is the players in most situations. It's a player's league. It's mm-hmm. not a coach's league. So if the GM, Dal Morey, for the Houston Rockets says, we're going to get Carmelo, guess what? You have to get in line. You got to get down or lay down. There's no, there should be no conversation about, oh, well, he, you know, he did me dirty in New York. And if I'm not mistaken, um, Melo was probably the only consistent player in that D'Antoni offense. Uh, that offense, um, they did have a, they did have Amare. Um, Amare, you mean the one that the new one? You mean Amare Stoudemire, the one that yeah, punches? Uh, Dan Tony, Dan Tony was out in 2012, I, I I believe. So at that time, you're talking about I could be wrong here. You, you talk about Mello. I I definitely know Jeremy Lin was there. Lin Sanity was under Dan Tony's watch, right? Yeah, two a two um, month window. Amare Tyson Chandler. Was uh, no Gallo was yeah. out. Uh, Landry Fields, Ray huh. Ray Felton was out. Um, uh, no, uh, was Billups? Billups? Chauncey was there. Chauncey was there. 
And you got a you have a bunch of players that are either at the end. Duhan. <laughs> you had a but listen, you had a bunch of David players Lee. that were either at the end of their end of their NBA career or not even a oh, one foot out the freaking door of their NBA career. Oh, and Mello and they, is, had, they had uh, Mello's in, they had Shumpert and uh, uh, Jr. I think too. Yeah, Chumper and Jr. They 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 at the same time. Mm-hmm. Jr. played well for one year, got his money, and then fell the fuck off. <laughs> uh, true story. Played mm-hmm. one year, like he literally pooped all over Melo. Left to go to Cleveland. All of a sudden, now he get, he he knows how to play defense. Ooh, great job! Well, now you're playing with fair, LeBron. To be fair, it's it, not like he left. He got traded to Cleveland. Let's, let's be fair. Oh to, yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's again again blame Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um and. You 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 had Shumper who wasn't in you know wasn't um, actually seasoned enough yet, so he really didn't. He wasn't really much of a. Uh, he played great D, but he wasn't really much of a difference maker in 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 um, Cleveland. But Jr. was because he was a shooter and he started to play D. He did that when he won Sixth Man of the Year, if I'm not mistaken, and he got his money. And then all of a sudden he just stopped playing and started untying people's shoelaces. So I don't you know. So again. With Melo, it just seems like he's always used as the reason why, instead of just keeping it 100, saying, look, we don't like Melo. Uh, we want to play this guy. We, we, we originally told Melo that this was going to happen, but after further review, we've decided to go a different way. Like, say that, and then, and then you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But you, you acting like it's Melo. Everybody, you know, everybody's under the impression because Houston's not saying nothing. Melo is the issue. And I don't think Melo's going to say anything once he gets traded. I don't think he's going to mention it. He's going to be like, "Yeah, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm in, uh, I'm in my new space. Uh, I can't wait to play." And then he's going to call yeah. it a day. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll keep it professional. He he, he won't be like, "Yeah, you know, listen, man. You know, Dan Tony said, you know, this, and you know, Chris Paul that." Melo Melo is not going to do that. He won't do that. Um, again, that could be just me being biased because uh, of. You know me being a fan of his, but again, him being a, a, the scapegoat for the Rockets of all teams, like the the reason why you're not playing well because of Carmelo Anthony, really. So James Harden and Chris Paul can go twelve for forty the night before, and Melo does, uh, uh, you know, decent, or Melo has these scoring games without these guys, and they win. But then, but then you want to say, well, you know, that was against Brooklyn. Listen, man, in the NBA, a win is a win because people still out there can't can't people out there will still think Melo can't get 20 25 30 you know on, on any given night so when you see Melo get 28 ah they, they play Brooklyn or they play the Clippers but did they win and now when so, these guys come back now you want to diminish my role for so for Gary Clark you know and that's what people say, you know, Melo's ego gets in the way where, you know what, Melo has to be at, at a point where he has to start accepting his role um, going forward. He's 34 years old. He, he's not the, the, the 10-time All-Star. People know him to be. You, now you got to come off the bench and be like the, you know, now what Vince Carter does and what Jamal Crawford does nowadays. Like, you got to be that veteran off the bench. I'm like, I think Melo, I think Melo was cool with that. It's just now when he's cool with that, and then you tell him somebody else is going to take his spot, then it's like, whoa, hey, you know, listen, <laughs> all right, we need to figure something out. And if we can't, I'd rather go somewhere where I can be at least, you know, six-man type of person, like right first person off the bench, get a spark. And that's where you hear 
you know, spots like Philly, like Boston, like the Lakers are now. He could be, he could be used on Philly. I mean, if he goes to the oh, yeah. Lakers, obviously we know what's going to happen with that. But he could definitely be used on Philly, used for you know, using Philly. But my my thing is, if anybody is confused about what what Melo can do on the court, all I say is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want you to look up Chris Brinkley. Go to Instagram, look up Chris Brinkley, and pull up all these open courts from the summer. Why don't you pull them up and see what he was doing to everybody that came into that gym. When there's a bucket needed, he's the one they called. And it wasn't even full speed. Right. It wasn't even full speed. It was literally 75, you know, 50% speed, like half speed. Just naturally scoring in the it's natural score in the uh, mid range, so we need to stop the mellow slander for sure and just understand that it's not, it's not the, it's, it's not it's incorrect information. And shout out to um, Andrew Schultz, Akash Singh on the uh, Flagrant Two podcast. I mean, they really they you know they go hard on mellow and, and call him a cancer. And but there's more to it than that. So I'm telling you guys, you know, there's more to more to it than that. He's not he's not a cancer, and yeah, maybe he's not the player that need. You know, right now Andrew Andrew said something like, if Melo had played where you know in the 90s, mm-hmm. he'd be he'd be awesome. Right. But because this game is is literally three point or layup. He really isn't isn't needed, and I'm like, well, no. I mean, two points is two points. Like, if you need two points to win the game, you can give the ball to him in the mid range and say, "Go get me two points." If you need somebody to come off the bench to score 16 in their sleep, you can bring him off the bench to score 16 in his sleep with the second team. So I don't understand. Right. Yeah, I I uh, I don't get it either. I just I hope that he he finds you know the next spot that he goes to, he finds his his footing there. Uh, I know it won't be New York. Uh, I think we're down no. to Philly, Miami, the Clippers maybe. I know L.A. Lakers. Uh, even Kyrie said, you know, you know, I think we need we, we need a 14, 15 year vet that can come in, blah, 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 blah. and people thought, oh, talk about Melo, and people say, well, yeah, well Melo, yeah. Melo's not Melo's not a verbal like that, no, so I don't that's think, not going to work. I don't think Boston needs him. I think who really who would really need him would be, would be Philly to get more firepower off the bench. You Absolutely. Know, you know you're not starting over Butler and Simmons and all these guys who are coming off the bench because they, they, they traded Sarek and Covington in that deal, and they lost a little firepower off the bench. You know, it's, it's a little slim. So if, you know, once Wade then Philly is interested, I think that will be a very good spot for him. Now the big thing is, well, will his, his, his boy, LeBron, come save him? And have him sign with the Lakers again. He won't start, but coming off the bench, j- just to kind of entertain the idea. Do you think that Melo becoming an LA Laker would uh, hurt him or hurt the team, or do you think could they just got Chandler, so I, I, they will have to make room? Would that benefit the Lakers, or would that hurt the Lakers? No, no, that benefits the Lakers because you now have a. Uh you have a veteran presence and you have a guy who can give you 16, 15 off the bench. And then you also have a situation where um, 
you know, you have enough defensive players like Tyson and McGee to um, compensate for his discrepancies. Yeah. You, know, you got two centers. You got two centers that can compensate for his discrepancies, just like when his when the team went fifty eight, the the next won fifty eight games, and they went to the I think the Eastern Conference semifinals. Mm-hmm. Tyson Chandler was there to compensate for his, you know, yes, right, his uh, defensive discrepancies, and they went far because all he had to do was score. That was his main goal, main goal, main uh, uh, option. He was the go to guy for points. Everything else fell into place, and that's how it should be at all times. <sighs> what does your gut tell you where Melo uh, ends up? If you have a top three choices, or if you have a number one choice, where you think he ends up? Not where you think he should go, but where do you think he eventually ends up? Because you know <laughs> he's not retiring. He's not going to China. That people keep saying on Twitter, oh, Melo should go overseas. Like, listen, man, let, you you want him out? You want him out so bad. You want China. Him, you want him out they the country. Want to go to China. Fans want Melo out the country. It's, it's crazy. I, I've never it's, seen it's, it's that, crazy. bro. I've never seen they, they they never said Paul Pierce go to China. You know they never said yo Ginobili go go to Argentina. They never said Shaq. You know go to go to China. It's just crazy. Like even now, uh, yo yo D. There's not one person on social media that said you know what you know Dirk Nowitzki he's washed up. You got to retire. Dirk is still never 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 you never. But you know what's the, here's the difference. Here's the difference. I just figured it out. The difference is Melo's game. The fans right now. Don't appreciate Melo's game because he's not a three-point shooter like that. Or flashy and everything, yeah. And he's not, and he's not, he's not a, you know, he's not a center. So they're not appreciating him. Dirk has always been a shooter. Mm-hmm. So he's not, so he's not, you know what I'm saying? He'll always have a job. He's a shooter. So he doesn't have to worry about that. Right. So they're not going to give him slander. But because Melo has to get in the, Melo has to get in the ISO, rock a guy to sleep. Take a jump shot, take a step back. They're like, oh, pass the ball, stop dribbling. You know, if you're not going to catch and shoot, then don't do nothing. It's like, right. bro, this is what he's always done. Why are you trying to change the wheel? Yeah. They know what Melo can and cannot do, but they, they want to implement certain things. And when, it, when he goes to a Houston Rocket team, Oh, Melo can't shoot a three. He's not really a three-point shooter. Listen, man, I ain't know P.J. Tucker was a three-point shooter. I ain't know. Listen, but he he learned. He he got it done. Melo can can make a you know a three occasionally. He can shoot it. More of a mid-range guy. But if you knew that from the jump, then why have you considered signing him? You should have let him stay as a free agent or let him go somewhere else. But the fact that maybe Chris Paul was there, James Harden, you know, chasing, chasing that, that championship ring, Going back to the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors, I'm like this man, Melo. Ain't nobody gonna be mad if if you go to the Warriors. Ain't, ain't no, nobody's gonna be mad. Nobody could now that that's a system that people feel like he can go there and the expectations are not that high. Because with Melo, if he went to like a Sacramento or Atlanta or whatever, they want Melo. They want they want Olympic Melo. They want hoodie Melo to get 20, 25 a game. He can go to the Warriors, get 13, and be good. He can go yeah, to, he, I think, he can go to LA yeah, and do the same that's thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I also think in Philly, he if he comes off the second unit, he would be the the guy to get a lot of touches. 
Uh, let me read this statement. After much internal discussion, the Rockets will be parting with Carmelo Anthony, and we are working towards a resolution. Daryl Morey stating from the Rockets, Carmelo has been a, has had a tremendous approach during his time with the Rockets and, and accepted every role head coach Mike D'Antoni gave him. The fit we envisioned with, when Carmelo chose to sign with the Rockets has not material, materialized. Therefore, we thought it would, was best to move on as, an, as any other outcome would have been unfair to him. You know what? Hell yeah, and and as the owner with the analytics and this and this by the numbers and just 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 Daryl Moore, just admit that you know you 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 fucked up. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That all that was quote unquote. I fucked up, and you know we'll, you we'll, no. We'll I mean you. I mean it, he and says he know it, that he, he know he, he messed said, up because he traded Ariza. He let go of Bamute, and we talk about Ariza and Bamute like they're two perennial all stars, but for that roster. They they just fit. They were the glue. Uh, Ariza gave you offense and defense. So it would be the equivalent trading Bamute and Ariza is the equivalent of trading Draymond Green away. I wonder what you you, you lose a lot by trading those players away. If you keep them players and then add Carmelo, then I'm like, you got me. You got me sold. But but the fact that you literally uh, traded them away and then now you have to pick up um, Melo and expect Melo to compensate for those for those two um, players, you know, being defensive players is is ridiculous. And even in that statement, he said we gave you know he's he's done everything D'Antoni's you know is asking for him. You damn right he has. You did you damn right he has. And 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 even more. He's like, yo, you asked me to do a lot more shit than I was even expected to. The the quality and, and caliber of a person that I am, Carmelo Anthony, you got the nerve to put me in this particular position. Like I am not who I who I am not who you asked for. You, you got to be out of your cot and picking mine. And real quick before we change the subject, Melo played in ten games, averaged thirteen points a game, forty one percent from the field. 33 from three-point range. And uh, do you know what team Bahamute is on right now? No. Yeah. I didn't know until I found out just now the Clippers, and he hasn't played in the last nine games due to a sore knee. So. Okay, well. Yeah. Okay, well. You know, and they're, they're, they're not too um, bad either. So go for it. Hey, man. Me. If de- hey, listen. If Carmelo wants to end his career with back with Denver, I'm all good for that too, man. I don't think so. There's no, there's no room for him on Denver. Yeah, there's there's no room for him on Denver. There's um, no room. Okay. LeBron James. That happened last night. Fifth all, fifth in all-time leading scorer. Um, one is Kareem. Two is the mailman, which still is, amazes me. Three is Kobe. Four is MJ. And now fifth is LeBron. Uh, he passed Will Chamberlain. Uh, they, they, they beat uh, Portland last night. LeBron, 44, 10 and 9, almost a triple-double. But him being the fifth all-time leading scorer. And I know people are just anxiously waiting for him to pass uh, MJ on that list. Just so they can say, hey, man, I told you LeBron's better than Michael. See, he's the go. He he scored more points than MJ. You know you know that's going to happen. But LeBron being fifth all-time, when he came out you know, uh, you know, to the NBA in 03, did you really feel like this guy, LeBron, more of a pass, point guard kind of player, bulky, stocky, kind of magic Carmelo and hybrid, could be the fifth all-time 
leading scorer in the NBA. Well, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was going to be, uh, you know, up there, top ten for sure, top five. You know, who knows? I, I had no predictions, but I definitely thought he was a great passer. But you know, obviously, when you when you become a great passer, they 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 you know the defenses really um, study that, and then by studying that, it kind of takes away from your passing game. So you have to be a threat. So you being right. a threat, you have to learn how to you know shoot threes. You got to learn how to score from the perimeter you gotta learn how to post up and, and and don't get me wrong i think he would have hit this number a lot quicker if he had a post game earlier in his career early in his career he never posted if he had a post game early in his career with that size body he would have easily got here a lot quicker and it would be higher my yeah. thought process when it's all you know when when we fast forward maybe five or six more years Kevin Durant will, uh, yeah, you know, will leap, will, will leap, leapfrog LeBron wherever LeBron ends up, because you know Kevin Durant's going to have to realize he's not going to be able to get past people anymore. He's going to have to post up with his size, and by using a post up, he's going to be able to score at will from that elbow. So, mm. if I ask you right now, you, you know, if you get it wrong, don't worry. Um, LeBron is fifth. I told you the top four, and then you, obviously you know Wilt. Is number six. Do you have any idea who is seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth far on the all-time scoring NBA list? Don't feel bad if you don't know. Just this kind of. No, yeah, I won't feel bad. No, I won't feel. I mean, I you know, I ain't, I ain't no damn encyclopedia now. Um, well, I, let me see. Let Why me you do think. that? I'm gonna find where Durant is at. Who is top ten right now? For the record, Carmelo Anthony is nineteenth. Just for the record. Oh, well, 19th out of how many players that ever played in the... Right, so Carmelo is the 19th ranked scorer in NBA history mm-hmm. out of how many people that ever played in the NBA. So let that sink in. Um, and Kevin Durant is number 35. 35. Uh, wait, you said, you said it's Kareem... Kareem, Kareem Co- uh, Malone, Le- Kobe, Malone. Michael, yeah. LeBron, and you know Wilt was number six. I need seven, eight, nine, ten, if possible. Shaq, is Shaq there? Shaq is number eight. There you go. Shaq is there. Um, Charles Barkley? No, Charles Barkley is 26. Oh, I know. My bad, my bad. Olajuwon. Elijah one is eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Elijah one, uh, Shaq. Um, hmm. Number seven still plays in the NBA today. Vince Carter? No, I did, that's that, that's a great guess. But Vince Carter is number twenty-two. Okay. Huh? He still plays in the NBA today. Yeah, and huh? he has thirty-one thousand one hundred and eighty-seven points. Dirk. There you go. Dirk Davisky, number seven. Yeah, Dirk. Dirk has been scoring for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you surprised yeah, Dirk yeah. is that high? Who? Are you surprised that Dirk is that high? No, because he shoots threes. Mm. He shoots threes at a high clip. So he was shooting. Listen, he, he he was coming into the league shooting threes. He was, you know what I'm saying? Him and Steve Nash was on it. People forget Steve Nash and him were on the team, and it was nothing but... Fast break, pull up for three. Fast break, pull up for three. It was yo, these guys was prolific. So I wasn't. I'm not shocked. Those threes add up after a period of time. 
number 10, Elvin Hayes. And number 9, Moses Malone. Yes. Centers, a lot of centers, a lot of power forwards. So yeah. guards, you know, cards, Kobe, Kobe, Jordan, and uh, LeBron. But a lot of power forwards and centers because they're, they're close to the basket. So I get it. Well, you know, either way, congrats to LeBron. I know he's, he, you know, he'll be getting higher and higher on that list. Uh, you know, by the time it's all said and done, he might be number one. Um, but real quick, the convo will come up when he when he does surpass uh, Michael on that on that list. Um, doesn't make him better than Jordan. You know, a lot of people are gonna say that. They're gonna say, "Oh, but LeBron this." You know, any category Michael is in, and LeBron surpasses him, they're gonna say, "Oh, LeBron's the goat." Um, Still, Kobe has more than Michael, but I don't think he's better than Michael. Carl Malone has listen, more than Jordan. He's not better. Let, but you know what's going to happen. There's nothing that LeBron can do okay, to be tell better me, tell than me, Jordan. Me, tell me. Okay, let's, let's play advocate here. So you're saying nothing he can do. Okay, what can't? What needs to be done from LeBron to to really have that convo? But you know what? Hey. I know, I know. We mentioned it before, but LeBron could be better because of Jordan. He could be better than Jordan because of X, Y, Z. What else needs to be done? Does he need to win three more rings or four, <laughs> or be the all-time leading scorer? Like, what else? What can LeBron do at this point in in his career that people, a lot more people, can say LeBron is definitively better than Michael? Nothing. Oh, okay, no. I, I was trying to. Make a, I was trying to make a case here. No, I mean you. You can try. You can try. You can try and make it make a case that Biggie's better than Tupac. You can try and make a case that a Mercedes Benz is not better than a Honda Civic. You can try and make a case about anything. However, when you're mentioning Jordan and LeBron, there is nothing that LeBron is going to. It's different eras. Number one, mm-hmm. true. It's a different eras. So I don't know what LeBron, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he wouldn't be physically capable, but it's, you know, it's twofold. It's physically capable and it's your mental. It's your mental capacity. Now, if you think about that, that now see, it depends on which LeBron you're talking about. If you're talking about the LeBron that went against Detroit when he scored like 40-something points straight, maybe. If you're talking about LeBron that literally ran away and, and, and couldn't do anything against the Dallas Mavericks where Dallas won a championship. I mean, mentally, that LeBron playing in the 90s? Charles Oakley would eat him for breakfast. Breakfast. Mm, 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 mm. Bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Breakfast. He wouldn't, have a, a, he wouldn't have a slightest clue what to do with the type of defense they would put on him. Jordan, on the other hand, Jordan coming from his era playing in this little soft touch Fowley, Fowley, ooh, you hurt me, ooh, ooh, ooh. This little, this little soft era. Him, Jordan playing in this era? <laughs> Listen, I think the highest Jordan's average was 34. He'd average 40. Easy. In his sleep, without even trying. And this, is that, and this would be after an all-nighter, an all-nighter at the nearest, uh, uh, um, nearest uh, gambling uh, location, as well yeah. as an all-day golfing event. This dude, this dude would wake up at 6 a.m., Golf, 6 a.m. to maybe 2 o'clock. Then from 2 o'clock to, 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 to 6, gamble. And then 8 o'clock, come give you 40. And you want people want to talk yeah. about. Oh, and also, 
you got to consider like Michael retired for two years, well, a year and year and change, and he came out of college as a junior. LeBron went straight from high school to the NBA more. Jordan got to the NBA at, what, 21, 22. LeBron was there at, at, at 18, three more years. Again, you know, fans might hit this and be like, oh, you're, you're defending Michael. But still, you, you got to say, Michael was in college for three years, retired for two or, you know, a year and a half. And that, that could have changed the narrative. LeBron, uh, Michael could have been number two. He could have been number one, but at least, at least number two. Not Easily. not Carmelo. Easily, people forget. People forget. People don't understand why Carmelo. Number one, Carmelo is up there because he can he can hit free throws. And number two, no one wanted to take a knee in the face. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Every time he drove, he put up his knee. So Cats wasn't trying to take charges from Carmelo. They get dunked on. So they would just let him go, and he would just score all the time. And then John Stockton. Literally, you have to pick your poison, and nine times out of ten, they would roll with John Stockton, and he would just pitch it to Carl, and Carl would just shoot the little jump shot. It's like, yo, easy money. Before we get off uh, Jordan and the Lakers, because you know we do mention LeBron real quick, um, Space Jam, today, 22 years ago, I, I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> That's all I've seen on my Twitter timeline. Space Jam came out in theaters 22 years ago today. I'm like, either wow or like, damn, I'm getting old. But just want to let you know. Bro. Yeah, did we're you, old. Did you know that? Old bugs, we're old bugs bunnies. Old bugs. But now part two going to come out with LeBron. So, you know, everything everything works in circles and cycles. Uh, but, you know, big ups to Space Jam. And I haven't seen it in, in, a, in a while. I might see it now and be like, oh, it's not bad. But in, in 96. I can say, man, that Space Jam is pretty fire. Um, Listen, <laughs> Space Jam is fire. <laughs> yeah, back then, Bugs Bunny, the, the the sneakers and the the graphics and the whatever. Now I could be like, oh, it's all right. It's, it's it's not Godfather. It's not Goodfellas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I think when when you see a, a movie as a kid, you see it grown up. Later, you you, you do second think about it, like hmm, maybe this wasn't as good or, or as great as I thought it was. But a lot a lot of people still out there, even grown people, love Space Jam. Another reason why LeBron will never be Jordan is because of pop culture. Right now, there's an argument where you you know LeBron, don't get me wrong, is 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 slightly better than Kevin Durant. Okay, but there's a Kevin Durant, there's a, there's LeBron, there's Giannis who's coming, and there was Kawhi at one point who who literally was right there with them. So you have four players. And you're not even talking about Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're talking about five players or four players under LeBron that people can be like, yo, what's the what's the the best of the best when it comes to the NBA? Right. When you're talking about the era of Jordan, there was no question, there was no confusion, there was no denial. When you mentioned NBA basketball, the, you know, there was only one word and one word you used. Jordan. That's it. That's all. Don't even speak about it. it he he defines Excellence. That's it. It's like oh, I'm gonna go Jordan. Yeah, and to, and, go- and to be fair, um, you mentioned LeBron. I mean, you, you mentioned pop culture with, with Jordan. LeBron, you listen, man. He's in movies. He got TV shows. He got HBO and Showtime on lock with, with stuff and documentaries or, or what might have you. Commercials with Sprite and Nike. So he he's, I think he's the second best. 
when it comes to being a pop culture icon as far as NBA goes. Like, Kobe was Jordan Part 2 on the floor. I don't think Kobe was Jordan Part 2 off the floor. No. No, he had a situation in Denver that screwed him up. Okay, that and... Okay, LeBron does the movies and everything, so I think he's the, he, he's part two as far as that is concerned. So a lot of more uh, more kids are going to see like their Jordan is LeBron. They won't know too much about Mike. I'm I'm really shocked that even nine ten year old kids be like, oh, my favorite player is Jordan. I'm like, really? Like when yeah, you were, when they, you were born, he was he was a wizard. That's, that's right. That's my thing. They can number one, you two, and then number two, they know that. Their parents, the kids that are 10 years old, they know that their parents, all they talked about was Jordan, and they know that all their parents' sneakers are Jordans. So this guy must be God if all my all my dad keeps talking about is Jordan. This, I, you know, you got Knicks fans that have Jordans. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. You got Knicks fans that despise this man but have his sneaker. So how much him. do you hate him, really? It's a level of respect, man. No matter what, Jordan can drop double nickel on you and be like, man, I hate Jordan, but yo, those kicks are fire, though, bro. It's <laughs> like, yo, you got the fives? I'm like, nah, man. Just, it, but- was, it was okay. And that's here's the interesting part, even right now. Like, I look around the league and I see, you know, players. I, st- I saw Nesterovich. Well, no, not Nesterovich. Um, Nur- Nurkovich. I guess he plays for New Orleans. Uh, 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 Miritich. Miritich, 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 one of the one of the titches, right? Miritich plays in New Orleans. He was wearing KDs. Mm. So in my head, I'm just like, so I get on the court with a guy I'm playing against, and he's wearing my sneaker. Picture you remember back in the day, like you remember when Jordan went to the Knicks. You know, everybody on the everybody on the Bulls had Jordans that wore Jordans that wanted to wear Jordans. They wore Jordans. Mm. But you, you didn't see the, you didn't see anyone in the league wearing his sneaker. Anyone else? Because at that time, it wasn't all lovey dovey and friendly and everything. I'm all like, you know what? We can be cool off the court at some degree, but on the court, it's me against you, man. I'm not gonna wear your sneaker because that's not how it was. That's, that's not. But that's, that's, it, not that's how the it thing. Was. Like if I'm LeBron right now, I'm I'm walking to a dude. I'm just looking at him like, yo, bro. You got my sneakers on? Now I got to give you 50 because <laughs> you, you got my sneakers on. I got to give you 50. Like you you, th- like you already got an advantage over this person because they wearing your sneaker. It's a different age, bro. I don't yeah. know, man. It's a different age. Um, real quick, Rondo going to be out for a few weeks. Broken hand. So we're going to see more of Lonzo Ball, the point guard for the Lakers. I saw that. That's going to be a blessing in disguise. Going to give Rondo some... Um, Gonna give some. Um, excuse me. It's gonna give Lonzo Ball some confidence. It's gonna give him some chemistry. It's gonna make him, you know, it, it, it may actually increase his value. So if they do want to trade him in February, mm-hmm. you have a good window of opportunity to see what he could possibly do with the first team. Right. So you give him a good three weeks. You know, go hard for a month. See what he can do. Increase his three point percentage. Increase his free, you know, his free throws and his his field goal percentage, and then come February, you find a you 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 find a Cal Corver, mm. maybe a talk. Yeah. Um, we finally got Jimmy Butler traded. He's in Philly. Played last night, fourteen points in a loss to Orlando. Uh, Minnesota got back Dario Saric and Robert Covington. 
I think two pretty good, decent players that, that fit perfectly with that system. Butler is now in Philly with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, uh, a big three. Now to compete with the likes of Toronto and Boston and now even Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. What was your take on Jimmy Butler finally getting traded and Philadelphia of all places? Well, my take was simple. They should have traded him beginning of the summer uh, instead of waiting to the last, instead of waiting to, for him to come to, to training camp, embarrass the whole team, embarrass the president of operations and coach and owner before you trade him. So that, that all that embarrassment could have been avoided if you had just traded him from the beginning or from what I'm reading and hearing or you just not thinking that you can, you know, get a, a, a you know, a full ransom for Jimmy Butler. Like, my, I think Miami gave them the best trade uh, value for him. And once they pretty much, you know, once Pat Riley heard that they was just, you know, pump faking, Pat Riley was like, oh, get your shit together. I'm out. So they tried to stand around and then they tried to make things work with Jimmy. Jimmy's like, I don't care if you go 82 and 0. I do not want to sign a long-term deal with you. So if you let me leave, I'm going to leave. You're going to leave for nothing. So they said, fine, trade, trade, you know, go to Jimmy Butler, go to the 76ers. They lose, uh, you know, they lose, I think, you know, what was his name? Uh, Covington, not so much. Uh, you know, he could be replaced. But the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Dario Saric. So I like Saric. Mm-hmm. He was young. He could shoot. He could post. I liked everything about his game. It was he worked perfectly with that team. So um, they're gonna they're gonna have to find someone else like a Melo to replace him um, and what he could possibly do. Um, they need to trade 76ers. They need to trade um, the number one overall, number one overall pick. They need to trade him. Oh, Markel Fultz. They need to trade him immediately to get some value for him as soon as possible because. God bless them. They're trying their best to give him um, a full three years. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't see another year here. I, I really don't. When you can get something in, in return for him, it, I, I've never seen anything like this. God bless him. I hope he gets better. I hope he, you know, he's young. So I'm not wishing any, you know, any anything bad on him. But wow, I mean, you you passed on Lonzo Ball. You passed on. Jason Tatum, you passed on Deion, De- De'Aaron Fox, who De- was it De'Aaron Fox, is that right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and he's averaging, I think, 15 in Sacramento. So I don't understand who was looking at this guy. That's the only way you're they're going to get better and obviously be as good as either Boston or Toronto or even Milwaukee. They're, they're, yeah. they're, about, two pieces, they're about two pieces away from being really good, but they need two more pieces. Because you know, we all we all understand that um, the triple double man, um, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, people are telling him he needs to get a jump shot. When did Jason Kidd get a jump shot? He got drafted in what ninety four. Jason Kidd with a jump shot. I think, I think it took him a good six seven years. I, <laughs> I think to be easy, consistent. Easy. And you know what's so crazy? If I told you Jason Kidd is in the top three all-time and three-pointers made without a consistent jump shot like that. Would you be Would you be shocked about that? No, I wouldn't because he, once he learned how to shoot, he, he's, he's, when you, when you're not a shooter and then you become a shooter, 
you know for a fact when you pull the gun, you have to be wide open. You're not going to try and shoot over anybody or, or try to shoot through somebody because you you're a shooter. You have a shooter's mentality. So you're like, even if this guy's running at me, I know I can make it because I'm a shooter. No, when you're, when you're a person that learns, just learns how to shoot, you're wanting a guy to be four steps off you and you to be wide open so you can literally work on your mechanic, keep your elbow in, bend your knees, and follow through. That's all in your mind when you're learning to shoot. So that's not surprising. But it took six years for Jay Kidd to learn to get a jump shot. Yeah. It's gonna, it may take that long for Ben Simmons to get a jump shot. I don't think he needs one right now. I think he needs shooters around him to offset that. That's what he needs. Right. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how Butler uh, fares up with Philly. I think he's a free agent this summer. So, we, you know, Philly, they rolled the dice. They got to they gotta resign him. I think, I think he would stay because of the growth of, of both Embiid and Simmons, two, two uh, all-stars, in my opinion. Um, I mean, why, why go, why go anywhere else? Plus, you're back in the Eastern Conference. I made a joke saying, you know, you know, the 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 East, they traded LeBron James for Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler. And I think that's a pretty pretty fair deal. <laughs> it's out of control. Yeah. Um, where can I go next before you wrap it up? Uh, real quick. So, the, I, I do want to leave KD and Draymond for last, but um, I know a couple of weeks ago we did a show. And we kind of had like our all-stars at the time. And from now until February for the all-star game, I want to see how we fare with how correct or how wrong we were about who should make the all-star team. So a lot of guys out there I, I can reconsider now. Uh, might be a few new guys I, w- I would want to add on. Majority of the, of the same would stay. But as of right now, as we're in the middle of November now, Thanksgiving next week, who do you have making the Eastern Conference All Star team? Are they or are are they the same, or do you think you should add or replace, or should I remind you who you had before? No, everybody I picked, everybody I picked should be the same. I'm not re- wavering on anybody else. I don't see nobody else actually playing better or playing worse. Where I'm like, oh, I can kick you off. Okay. Not really, no. To remind you, you had Giannis. I think he stays. Obviously, Kawhi, Kimba, right. You had Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, you can get him off. You can get him off. <laughs> All right, put a question mark around him. Tatum, Kyrie. They both stay? Yeah, yeah. Keep them both. It's only okay. been you know I mean? NB, Ben Simmons, yeah. Both. Blake Griffin. Yeah, they're just still doing Ola John Wall, Bradley Beal. If John Wall and Bradley Beal don't make it, who the hell's gonna make it? But who who the hell's gonna make it? God, I mean, you might as well, you know what? Yeah, take take you know what? Take John Wall off. Put um, take John Wall off. Put um, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, you say like a bad boy's voice, back Mike yeah. Lowry. Put Kyle Lowry on there because so, the boy. Right. I think I think he may be leading the league in assists. Okay, and real quick for the Western Conference: LeBron, Durant, Curry, Clay, Draymond. Draymond still making it? Yes, Draymond is still um, there. There's a lot of okay. lot of basketball to go, and he does a lot of things. So he still he still stays there. Dray, uh, Draymond, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Paul George. Yeah, yeah, Paul George just dropped thirty five the other night. Yeah. Dame and Davis, uh, Donovan Mitchell, De, DeRozan. Yeah, they're all balling still. They're all balling still. Nothing changing as of as of yet. Okay, no one that they have 
the second best record in the Western Conference. You still don't have nobody from Denver. Hmm. See? They have the second best record in the conference? I would I would double check that for you right now, sir. Uh, they do. My man Jokic got to be there. Or now uh, Towns, anybody from Minnesota? No, nobody from Minnesota. So, so not can, even, you know not what? Even we towns? can do this. We can do this. Uh-huh. We can take Westbrook off. Mm, oh, being bold now. Yeah, you could take Westbrook off and put Jamal Murray there. Jamal I'm sorry, Denver, Denver is number th- – well, Denver Denver and OKC are tied for third. Sup- oh, damn it. Surprisingly, Memphis is fifth. Yeah, Memphis is balling. And I mean, Sacramento. They, they I can't front. Like they, yeah, Sacramento they look like two. they're doing their thing. Memphis is not – they're not playing games on them. Sacramento, too. Um, okay, so you said – so what are we doing with Jokic and no towns or uh, – that's it? You're keeping the same roster? Yeah, I don't think I have a lot of bigs in the West. Who are my bigs again? You got Ain't Davis? For the uh, four or five? That's the only person you had. KD is probably tall. That's it. You got a lot of guards and forwards. Yeah, you know what? Uh, take off Paul and put Jokic on there. All right, I think one player you got to consider for the Eastern Conference is Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls. I think him him over Tim Hardaway Jr. at the moment. Uh, again, that makes sense. That makes you know, sense. The record may not, the record may not reflect that, but you know, um, him averaging I think I'm gonna check it again. Him averaging twenty, he's got to be averaging twenty five a game. I want to see. But his team is his team is team sucks. Yeah, but come on, man. It's the same No, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, I can see it. 26 points a game, six rebounds, or 26, six, and four right now for the Bulls. 26, six, and four. Oh, yes. Those are yeah, some good I, ass I stats. I think he'll make it. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see about, you know, as of November 15th, where your all star team would, would land. Um, KD. Draymond, right right now, they're playing the Rockets. It looks like everything is, you know, put behind them. But my main thing was, um, does it does it lean more toward Durant leaving the Warriors? Does this kind of thing kind of say, you know what, it's all it's all good, brotherhood. I'll be back next year, or do they pull the trigger and trade Draymond? Where do you see it going? And if Durant leaves. You know me. I'm gonna say New York. He could he, he he could go to L.A. He could go to Philly. He could go anywhere he wants. Um, I doubt OKC. Excuse <clears throat> me. Um, I think it's down to New York, to L.A., and I think the Warriors. I think the only that's the only three teams I think he would he would stay or go to. Where where do you think the uh, Durant plays next year? Golden State. I think he stays at Golden State. I think um, I think they, you know, I think Kevin Durant uh, is sensitive. I think he realizes that, everyone realizes that Draymond Green, Draymond Green is the same Draymond Green that told Steve Kerr 
to shut the F up. And if he said one more word, he was going to F him up. This is the head coach. This is the head coach. So if he's if he can say that to the head coach, get suspended, come back, they want a ring, okay, whatever. If he can say that to the head coach, what's stopping him from saying something to the to the players? So of course he got suspended because you can't do that. You gotta be, you know what I mean? You gotta you gotta you know your role, shut your mouth. Um, but once you realize that you got a wild card, and I've heard worse. I've heard worse people, I've heard People say worse things. Once you, you know, yeah, it was personal when you mentioned his uh, trade. And maybe, you know, he hit on, he hit below the belt. Maybe he called him a bitch, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. Kevin, sometimes Kevin Durant is, is a little bitchy. He's known to be sensitive. So you take those, take away all those things. I say once they win a ring, you know, he, every, the New York Knicks need to stop the nonsense. He's not coming to New York. Just like LeBron wasn't coming to New York, just like Kyrie wasn't coming to New York, just like Jimmy Butler's not coming to New York. So we need to stop the malarkey. Um, and I, you know, honestly, believe that he's going to go right back to Golden State. It, it's 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 great where he is. He has um, the ability to invest in uh, Silicon Valley, where he's right next to, and um, you know, he's in a big market, so he's staying. I think. Um, I think he's out because I want him to be out. I want him to become a New York Nick. I want somebody to, you know, aside from Melo, take on that challenge of coming to New York. LeBron didn't do it. Um, I want Durant to do it. Um, you know, like, Man, you know listen, Butler ain't do it. You, you asking people to take on challenges that other people won't. You think Kevin Durant has the fortitude to take on the challenge of being the man in New York, New York City, nonetheless? You're, you're reaching, bruh, bruh. I mean, I, listen, man, I don't care. I want somebody in an NYK orange and blue Nick uniform that's going to, you know, not know. Don't, you know, listen, I want a perennial Hall of Famer all-star. Don't give me the Robin Lopez and the Aaron Aflalos <laughs> and those signings. Don't, don't, don't do that. You know, don't give me trades that's going to give me cash in a 2020. For a second round pick, we need somebody that's gonna go go along with Porzingis, with Kevin Knox, and be like, you know what, this is this is a team to go, um, to 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 be a force going down the road. Listen, the Eastern Conference, there's no LeBron, but it's very competitive. I think it's still wide open, and you put Durant in the Eastern Conference with the Knicks, and let's just say they're really fucking terrible this year. They could get Zion from Duke. They or they could get RJ Barrett from Duke. They could they could get Cam Reddish from Duke. They could get one of those guys to go along with possibly KD. Still in the air, Kyrie might come to New York. He 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 told Boston, "I want I'll come back if you have me." That that that, that don't mean shit. That don't means he's signing or resigning just yet. You never know. So the possibility. It, my thing is, if Kevin Durant comes to New York. He's not going by himself, which I think is smart. I'm cool with that. If you get Kyrie to go with you, I'm good. If you get Jimmy Butler to go with you, to go with Porzingis, I'm good with that. You get somebody, you get Kawhi. Let's just say Kawhi, just throw it, throw it out there to go with you. I'm 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 with it. But to go, I think the Knicks have done a good job trying to reshape their image with the whole Phil Jackson 
uh, fiasco when and Perry's there and Mills and, they, they, and you know uh, Fisdale. They're really trying to reshape the image. They're still years away, but getting a guy like Durant can speed up that process with Porzingis coming back from injury. Now, I am a Knicks fan, so it might sound like I'm just a homer about it. Yes. But it, it, so what? It's, it's okay because you don't have a team. I do. So I will That's defend. Okay. That's right. I will defend the Knicks. <laughs> but I'll, I, I will tell you when they play like shit, though. I will tell you what they got to get rid of him. They, they need to do this. I, I will tell you up front because I'm a realistic Knicks fan. I will tell you when they're doing good, decent, or what, what they're not. And I think right now, the first time since 2010, they can be in, in the position to land a big key free agent, marquee free agent, and not just no second-tier guy. A third tier guy. I think I think Amari at the time was second tier. We're talking first tier. A guy like that that, that can lead the NBA in scoring all time when it's all said and done. A guy like Kevin Durant comes once in a blue moon. You try LeBron in twenty ten, didn't happen. Uh you tried other guys in between, you tried D Wade and the Bosch and the Butlers and all them all them guys, didn't happen. LeBron was a free agent again in twenty fourteen. He still didn't come here. Other guys, <laughs> other guys yeah. wouldn't even give you a, a, a meeting. DeAndre Jordan, Lamarcus Aldridge wouldn't even meet with you. Kevin Durant could be in that spot. Now, to take him away from a winning culture, that's tough. So if he stays, okay, I get it. But if he's going to leave, your pitch to him, bro, has to be like so phenomenal that... Would you be surprised if Kevin Durant would even take a meeting with him? Yeah, I would. If he wouldn't even sit down with them, I yeah, would. No, I'm not sitting I, down I, with the New York Knicks. I would. Um, but if he goes to L.A. with LeBron, you know, LeBron, LeBron's my favorite, and the rant, too. So they go to L.A. You you had Jared Jack on Twitter earlier say, hey, man, wow, eight months from now, A.D., K.D., and LeBron's going to be on the same roster. Shit. <laughs> LeBron ain't going to New Orleans. I'll tell you that much. Jeez. Imagine that. AD, KD, AD and LeBron and KD on the same on roster. The same team LeBron. Now, I think the AD thing would involve a trade. I don't think they would keep everybody, though. They, 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 you know, if, 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 if AD goes to LA prior to him being a free agent, you got to trade some people. I don't think they'll wait that long. So you might see the Ingrams or, dare I say, Kuzma or Alonzo Ball involved in that deal. Um, could be very interesting, but bottom line is I want Durant to be in New York, just like how I wanted LeBron to be in New York in 2010-2014. I still want Kyrie in New York. If I can't get Kyrie, I settle for a Kimba. I'm good with Kimba. That's my guy. Um, even a guy like Dame, he, he probably won't leave Portland. But someone like that at the point guard position, which has been lacking in New York for so long, Remember that too. The Knicks haven't had a great dynamic point guard in so long. Probably since what? Marbury? And that was 05, 06, 07. Now the game is pretty much predicated on point guard play. Up and down, three pointers, aggressiveness, Westbrooks and, and Mitchell and Dame and Kemba. We ain't got that. We got Trey Burke. <laughs> you got uh, Nilakina. You got Moutier. Like, no, that's not. They they could be backup players. We don't have Steph Curry in our roster. We don't even have 
Rubio on our roster. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that everything that you ask for happens because, quite frankly, I don't see it happening. But, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to dream. And, you know, I think, you know, even if, let's say, hypothetically speaking, in some alt- alternative universe, I was a New York Knicks fan. I wouldn't assume anything because I've been I've been burnt so many times that I wouldn't even necessarily even you know want to suggest anything happening because right. it would be just a waste of a dream. I've been burnt too many times. Yeah, listen, man. I think bottom line <laughs> is before we wrap up, the Knicks just have to get lucky. They haven't been lucky, and um, sometimes, hey, man, every team goes through it. You just got to get lucky. The the right draft pick. The right free agent signing, the right coaching uh, pick, the right the last, GMs. The last lucky thing that happened to you was when y'all drafted Patrick Ewing. Well, listen, man. To be to be fair, I was never a Knicks fan prior to 1999. So anything before that, hey, man, it's whatever. After hey. that, but listen, man, I picked a real bad time to be a Knicks fan. They had they made the playoffs four or five times, and they ain't they, they ain't done shit. So. But uh, yeah, man, I think they got lucky with Porzingis, even though Phil Jackson did not even want to pick him. So we got him on the roster. We got him on board. Um, got to resign him too. Can't forget about that. Um, but yeah, man, it should be interesting. We'll see what happens, what happens with uh, Durant, Kyrie, and the other free agents. But him and him and Golden State, uh, I don't know, man. Get, get that third ring. That could change. Durant might say, F it, man. I'll stay because I'm going to keep winning and winning and get finals MVPs. That's, and that's my point. That's what they can literally have because they're saying, you know, they can't pay everybody. I'm like, bro, if you have to understand, Steve, you know, Steve Kerr was with San Antonio when San Antonio won, you know, a couple rings and Tim Duncan took a pay cut, etc. So I'm just saying, in order to keep the nucleus together, you're trying to tell me. That these cats won't take pay cuts to win three to four rings in a row? Mm-hmm. Come on, yo. But listen, Come man. On, the last thing I tell you is this. You know, he, he he might have the Kyrie syndrome. He might say, "Listen, I got my ring. I got my. I got my. I'm good. I, I want to go somewhere else." You know, Kyrie. People say, "Oh, why would Kyrie want to trade from the Cavaliers?" And people, you know, you, you could say it's LeBron, it's this and that. But he wanted to. He wanted to be out, and. Ultimately, he left. So Durant could say, "You know, I got my rings, I got my Finals MVPs, I got my, I got all my accolades. I want to go somewhere else. I, I want to go somewhere else now. I want a new challenge." He might fall into that Kyrie hole. Listen, <laughs> oh man, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee again Kevin making a move out of out of a place where he can just sit back, collect some rings, and it'll be easier for him to make, you know, easier for him to get to that goal. Why would he want to come to New York? Why would he want to, you know, why would he want to go to Boston? Why would he want to leave sunny California when he can literally just sit back and collect some rings? But we'll see what happens. Right. Last thing, man. You saw that you saw Zion last night. Jesus. Zion don't need no college. Future New York Nick. Let's go. Let's do this. Well, if the Knicks keep losing, you damn right. I think I understand why they why they benching Enos Cantor and not letting nobody to, to start his play. That's right. You I'm might as well just it. try to yeah, might as well try to get the number one pick and get Zion. I can totally right. see that. I I can appreciate that strategy. Um, but 
Yeah, he doesn't need college. He doesn't need. He, <laughs> oh, he doesn't done. need. He doesn't need college. And I, I, I'm making a, an early prediction that they win the national championship and they lose no games this year. Undefeated for Duke, huh? Yeah, they're going to be the first. I think they, they're going to be the the, the, la- the last team to do it was UCLA, if I'm not mistaken, mm. uh, back in the '60s. They're going to. I think Lou Alcindor, aka Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, was on that team. They're going to be the next team to literally win every game. And they're not going to lose mm-hmm. a game, and they're going to win the championship. I think I think they they need to lose a game or two. Um, again, these these kids are still young, college environment. Duke always has a problem with Clemson, with Wake Forest, with Florida State. That you know, also Carolina. So they might get caught one day, and you know they they need that they need that that adversity, and for them to go undefeated in the season. And to go right right into the tournament, man. Listen, you 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 watch college basketball. You played it. You know that the March Madness ain't no joke. That you can be a two seed and lose to fucking Lehigh <laughs> on a random Thursday yeah, afternoon. It, 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 it can happen on a random Thursday, but I mean, I I mean again, yeah, you're right. UNLV did lose to Duke the second time. See, but the first time. All you need is one. The first time they met UNLV, they got cracked in the forehead by 20. Yeah, and recently Kentucky was undefeated and they lost, what, the Final Four? They lost in the Final Four, but See, it can happen. The, type of, the type of talent that UNLV had the first go-around wasn't, they, they, they weren't going to lose. The talent that Duke has this time around they're not going to, they're not, I don't think, I don't see them losing. Just like I didn't see UNLV losing like the time, the talent they had was, you know, was in, it was indescribable. So we'll see. We'll the, the the clock is ticking. Every game goes by. This dude shooting eighty percent from the field. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything about college. <laughs> I don't um, want to hear anything about oh they need one year of college to to, to become a better player. I don't want to hear none of that. The dude shooting eighty percent from the field. Stop it. Listen, man. Just hope and pray that the Sacramento Kings do. A- do really good this year because if they don't, their draft pick goes to Philadelphia, and you might see Philadelphia with the with the number one pick. So you better be a Sacramento, oh, no. better be a Sacramento King fan now. No, Sacramento. Don't get me wrong; they're not. They don't have. They're not playing to lose because they got guys that want to win on there. Buddy Hills like playing it. over there. They got Willie Cauley Stein's playing hard. Deion, Fox Deion, too. Deion, Deion, Sagan who? No, De'Aaron Fox. And do you think the Lakers kind of regret? Taking Lonzo over De'Aaron Fox, seeing how he's being being able to play right now. For it, mm, imagine LeBron with De'Aaron Fox and these guys. Mm-hmm. Randy, <sighs> yeah. De- DeAndre Fox scored forty three on on Le- Le- uh, uh, Lonzo Ball. Forty three mm-hmm. in college. Forty three. And Lonzo still got picked up of him, yeah. I don't know what else he was supposed to do. Like, I don't know what else he he has to show people. He scored 43 on him. Like, you know, it's insane. It's completely insane. Whoever saw what, for, you know, obviously the uh, LeVar Ball publicity stunts helped his, his son out. But other than that, I don't see, I don't know what they were seeing. So we'll see what happens. Denise Show, 
We'll be back at it next week here on It's in the Game. You can find my man Denicio on Twitter and Instagram at Denicio Shoots, D-E-N-I-C-I-O-S-H-O-O-T-S. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J, C-R-U-Z. You can find the podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. We greatly appreciate your love and support for the show. So hit us up on Twitter. Give us your feedback. Whether you, you like the show or not, have some questions for us, uh, just interact and be engaged with what and uh, with me and Denisio during this podcast. We, we might have a new podcast coming out in the next uh, week or so, a whole totally different show. Um, so we're trying to figure that out, but it should be fun and entertaining. And uh, follow the other shows we have on the Cruise Control Podcast Network, Two Out of Three Falls, and the Entertainment Lounge. Denisha, my man, always appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, brother. All right, man. Take it easy. Later. Later.